Welcome to episode 7 of the African Literary Podcast. I'm your host, James Murua, and welcome to the show. So welcome back again. This is the African Literary Podcast, where we give you news from the African literary scene. As we've done previously, we'll look out for new books to check out, news from the award scene, from literary festivals, and we'll give you some information on call-outs for writers. We'll wrap it up on the other end with an interview I conducted with South African writer Mohale Mashiho on the sidelines of Time of the Writer in Durban, South Africa in March. So this is a literary podcast, so I must tell you what I'm reading, right? So in episode 6, I was telling you that I was going to be, I'm going to give you a report on Michael K. by Ntikeng Moklele. Well, well... The book is a response by the South African writer to the J.M. Kutsi's classic masterpiece, Life and Times of Michael Kay. Well, I have to tell you the truth. I'm really struggling with this book. It seems to be really strong on prose, brilliant prose, but uh, not as strong on plot. And I am a plot reader. So uh, please pray for me that I finish this book sooner rather than later. I'll keep struggling with it. So now let's look at the books we need to be looking out for. Either they're coming soon or they're already with us. And what already is with us is Sunyate's The Goldigas, which is set in Zimbabwe's 2008. You know when Zimbabwe was going crazy? Yeah, so in Zimbabwe, there's a group of passengers huddled in a Toyota Quantum about to embark on a adventurous expedition to the city of gold. Among them, Kuguletu, Dumisani, Chamu, Norwa, Chennai. This looks like it's going to be a really, really good read. And um, I, I recommend you check it out. It's been published by Penn Macmillan. Coming in September, this is really exciting for me, is um, Blackbird Books published Vagabond by Lerato Mkhwatle, the South African writer. She's a journalist who decided to go on a three-month journey out of her country and it turned into a five-year epic journey across 21 countries and it's it's i i i met her during one of those during the journeys and i'm really looking forward to seeing what she has to say about her travels across africa it's kind of like uh like an african version of eat pray love type thing but uh yeah so it's coming out in september and when it does come, guys, please, let's get this book. She is brilliant. So let's start with talking about awards, because, you know, this is big for us. This week, we had fiction writer Nathaniel Z. Mbofu winning the Bulawayo Arts Awards for his book, Endless Quill. These Bulawayo Arts Awards, uh, they started last year, and they celebrate all the different arts in the Bulawayo area, you know, from music acting, you know, literature, everything in there. So Natalia Mpofu was a winner for the fiction category and the non-fiction category went to Pofela Zozi for perspectives on campus culture and then Poet Asa won you know, the poetry category. Then there's the Lambda Literary Awards which is the biggest awards for LGBTQ uh, writing. We have a winner from Africa, and his name is Chike Frankie Edozien for his book, Lives of Great Men. He won that in the gay memoir category. 
we mentioned this book in our first episode of this podcast so this guy is good and we congratulate you uh, frankie well done may you get many many more awards so we do a lot of non-fiction in this podcast it's not just fiction and uh there's go Mon world cookbook awards which were hosted in china on may 26 and these awards they choose the best cookbooks on the planet and there was two africans who really shone one of them was nompumelelo mowebu and her book is through the eyes of an african chef this one in the self-published category the second one was edna rosen the no the motswana one in the african cuisine category so finally in the world section we go to the dusty manuscript prize this was a prize which is uh, sponsored by gt bank in nigeria alongside farafina and okada books they've announced the top 20 manuscripts that are in the running for the one millionaire prize one millionaire is not too bad and the 20 writers and the, the books are devil's pawn by kukugo Irwesiri samson number two is home to the hill by eunice ekaleka number three is sambisa by fatima aliko Mohammed. four is the smell of rain by neoma etuebe five is omo by henry Eri. six is the orchard protocol by onochi emeka on your queen. seven is love unexpected by Pailin john eight is children of the night by chimaobi olayinka nine is giants by adenka isioye the, the fugitive by chibudem akala is the tenth eleventh is kamalu's symphony by hazard solum twelfth is the kidnapping by optuboye tj krukrubo hues of the sun by ali Oyed Kun and uh, Mariam Moriola is in the 13th. In the Half Dark by Ayosojumi Adenigi Akinsanya is 14th. Book of Lost Words by Ikechuku Nwaogu is 15th. Secrets Beyond the Red Gate by Sylvia Ozomena is 16th. 17th is Lyrics by Adejoke Olamuyiwa. 18th is The Other Side of Truth by Nema Anieto. 19th is Identity by Victor Oladutemu. And the last one, but not least definitely, is The Way We Do It Here Now by Onyeka Ibe. So these 20 writers, or is it 21, will be going into a two-day boot camp and then we'll be having a winner for the prize. And it looks like you know it's going to be lit. I was really interested to hear that over a thousand manuscripts were submitted. Wow. Y'all Nigerians aren't playing, eh? So let's start talking about literary festivals on the continent and outside the continent, with which featured a lot of Africans. Of course, we have to start in Nairobi, which is where I live. We've had a festival called the Sigana International Storytelling Festival. Started in 2009. It's been running every year. The festival is for storytellers. People stand in front of an audience and they give stories like in the old days. And uh, I was at the opening ceremony in uh, the Kenyan Library Services in Buruburu, Nairobi. And there they had a whole bunch of kids from all the schools and they start the stories with, you know, Hadithi Hadithi, Hadithi Njo, which translates to story, story, story come. 
and they gave stories to the kids from you know stories about you know the frog and the princess although it was a bit interesting the way they did that story um, and uh, many other stories so the festival wrapped up on the 10th of June and as soon as the information becomes available I'll post it on jamesmoore.com my blog and uh, yeah so just go out there and check it out on the blog you'll have information so let's cross over to Nigeria in uh, Ibadan they hosted the fourth edition of the new Oshundare International Poetry Festival. It, it was really lit. I, I just got the, the, the text and the images. I'll be posting it later today. The keynote address was given by Tunji Olaopa. It looks like it was really cool. I mean, uh, uh, Professor Oshundare was there himself. And yeah, so you, you know it had to have been really cool. I'll be posting some information later today. And we leave the African continent and we go to the UK where the Ballet Festival was hosted. Um, a few days ago, the keynote speaker for this festival, which you know enhances diversity in the UK, was Ni Ayikwe Parks. We know him as the Ghanaian writer of uh, poetry, prose, children's literature. He's also a publisher. He gave the keynote address, and his address was about enhancing diversity. I'll I'll just read a bit of his keynote address, and it goes like, "We need more gatekeepers, and we need." established organizations if they're going to claim diversity to actually commit and enable it from within not just special prizes but editors marketers it must certainly make a difference that kayo chingoni's kumukanda was edited by parisa ibrahimi and that candice carty williams is part of the team working on publicity for the book the albany right here is known for spoken word but it's because Gavin Barlow and his team stuck to their guns, stay the course to build audiences, to build a community right here. And Gavin certainly knows about fighting for an idea. He was one of the founders of Queer Up North. Now, I'm a northerner, and that's no easy thing. You can read the whole keynote on jamesmoral.com. Now, let's get to the writer callouts. If you're a writer, this is your space, because this is where you know where you can put your stories. Let's start with uh, the Short Story Day Africa Prize. This is a prize that was started in 2002. It's been won by four women writers, interestingly enough, Okwiri Odor, Dan Auerbach, Katalisen, and Sbongile Fischer. And it's one of the more well-respected prizes on the continent. They're looking for your short stories. And if, if you qualify, you can win some good money and uh, you can be eligible to even bigger prizes. This year, the prize theme is Hotel Africa. Do with that what you will. Our final call out is specifically for our brothers and sisters from Zimbabwe. Tendai Monaka is looking for your stuff, your poetry, your short stories, your nonfiction. He's going to be compiling Zimbalicious Anthology Volume 3 an anthology of Zimbabwean literature and arts. So if you've got any stuff that you really need to need to people to see, you need to look for this guy. He's gonna get your stuff out. He's had two anthologies initially. The first one was Zimbalicious Poetry, Anthology of Zimbabwean Poetry, and then there was Zimbalicious Poetry Anthology 2. Now he's going all the way, literature and arts. And ladies and gentlemen, that is your African Literary Podcast, Episode 7. I'll see you next time.
Have a nice, nice one. Thank you.